I'm, I'm really speaking about all of humanity, you know, without exception of anybody, you know. And I, I know that um, a lot of the content in the songs is very heavy, you know, but uh, see, fantasy is what people want, but reality is what they need. And I've just retired from the fantasy part because I realized that. Uh, could still be intact but what is the likelihood of that when if you trace the source of each resource they've got they tapped into the veins of the masses the system maintains feeding on their youthfulness and draining from their brains and then the weak ones are rejected armed and turned toward the strife they return with force and take away their life but make no mistake there is life in abundance for all to partake so war is redundant and hate is futile but too many put feeling We all are the same The essence of life in this physical plane So nothing can restrain the love You just have to claim the love Yes, I remember the censorship of showing your roots Deception with no lie conditioning for the youth Straightening their follicles while twisting their minds Replacing all traditions with their programs for decline But as I rebel, my naughty swells defiant of the taming My natural advantage I'm proclaiming These spirals map the course of life and represent the force of life Connected to the source of life So make no mistake There is life in abundance for all to partake So war is redundant and hate is futile But too many put feelings We all are the same The essence of life in this physical plane So nothing can restrain the love you just have to claim it, you just have to claim it, you just have to claim the love. Take. There is life in abundance for all to partake 
So war is redundant and hate is futile In the face of love But too many put feelings in They all are the same The essence of life in this physical plane So nothing can restrain the love You just have to claim it You just have to claim it You just have to claim it Ancient people were grown, shown the truth since the youth and the roots showed the proof. Opening pathways like the Father issue. Like that boot camp sheet, a strange wonder. Ascended to the heavens from the land of down under. Trying to figure how to reunite her people now asunder. She devours these alliances to stave off her growing hunger. Her number, the two stands for ever growing wisdom. She is the moon, he the sun, overstand and make the cycle one. You could catch a politicking on the streets of Mecca. Then she rest in Ile Ife to recharge her bio essence. When she broke the earthly terrain Born with two Fulani earrings And a pocket full of change That's where the voice That's the sound to behold She broke the mold Renewed the old Turned the microphone To solid gold Spoke with the elders Before she left the home planet And they told her Never disrespect the craft If you can stand it Remember the four facets They will carry you far Not for you to be a star But a preserver of art Part human Cause the body she inhabits A goddess Cause she carry bloodlines Of the immortal status Like Gladys Took the midnight train to Georgia Seeking out new ground Like old Moorish explorers The forest of knowledge was barren And weeds were taking over She took a seed from her magic bag And planted near a four-leaf clover A lotus flower grew from mud At the riverbanks The people start rejoicing On their knees giving thanks We'll have our quarrels And you will upset me But what can I do? They asked the name, wonder why she wasn't famous She said my name is Cyrock, you're confused on what my aim is I do this not for recognition, but to change my folks' position This is lesson 101, so hold your tongue and start to listen You are the lost tribe, wanders from the light Sent to conquer universes, turn the wrongness to right The uncivilized have an envious eye And they plotted your demise based on treachery and lies You lost your culture and the jewels that you came with They learned your alchemy and they used it to make a name with Became the false gods while the real ones suffered the Became dull and over time they lost their luster You forgot the mission and got tricked into submission Now the elders sent me here to resurrect the beats and rhythms This is your movement and it can never be stopped It's the spirit of our people giving the name of hip hop Joyous, joyful exaltation Joyous, joyful exaltation Lord knows where you're coming from. 
Joyful exaltations and greetings to those who liberate themselves. Welcome to Woman Wednesday. I'm your host, Maria Matine. Blessings, greetings, and love to all within the listening ear. Awaken aware ones, tonight's theme is the law of polarity. The law of polarity. We're going to start off tonight in the praise up, as there is nothing new under the sun that the Most High has not already revealed. Proverbs 13 A wise man heareth his father's instruction, but a scorner heareth not rebuke. A man shall eat good by the fruit of his mouth, but the soul of the transgressors shall eat violence. He that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life, but he that openeth wide his lips shall have destruction. The soul of the sluggard desireth and hath nothing, but the soul of the diligent shall be made fat. A righteous man hateth lying, but a wicked man is loathsome and cometh to shame. Righteousness keepeth him that is upright in the way, but the wickedness overthroweth the sinner. There is that maketh himself rich, yet hath nothing. There is that maketh himself poor, yet hath great riches. The ransom of a man's life are his riches, but the poor heareth not rebuke. The light of the righteous rejoiceth, but the lamp of the wicked shall be put out. Only by the pride cometh contention. But with the well-advised is wisdom. Wealth gotten by vanity shall be diminished, but he that gathereth by labor shall increase. Hope deferred marketh the heart sick. But when the desire cometh, it is a tree of life. Whoso despiseth the word shall be destroyed, but he that feareth the commandment shall be rewarded. The law of the wise is a fountain of life to depart from the snares of death. Good understanding giveth favor but the way of the transgressors is hard. Every prudent man dealeth with knowledge, but a fool layeth open his folly. A wicked messenger falleth into mischief, but a faithful ambassador is health. Poverty 
and shame shall be to him that refuseth instruction. But he that regardeth reproof shall be honored. The desired accomplished is sweet to the soul, but it is abomination to fools to depart from evil. He that walketh with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. Evil pursueth sinners, but to the righteous good shall be repaid. A good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's children, and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. Much food is in the tillage of the poor, but there is that is destroyed for want of judgment. He that speareth his rod hateth his son, but he that loveth him chasteneth him betimes. The righteous eateth to the satisfying of his soul, but the belly of the wicked shall want. And Ephesians 4.13-16 Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro, and carried about with every wind of doctrine. By the slight of men, and the cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love, may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ, for whom the whole body, fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth, according to the effectual working and the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body into the edifying of itself in love. The edifying of itself in love through the law of polarity. We're going to take a music moment and come back with tonight's theme. Blessings and grace.
us we eight plus three two then seven Shrimati Kali Uwati Mutmawu Shri Chandi Peace Queen Heaven in the Green Serpentine back to spiraling Peace King back to rhyming Love Ting back to finding Who we be morphologically Unique cosmologically Sun Moon astrologically C6 topologically Alchemical baseline seminal Subliminal reach thy pinnacle Ascendable fifth dimensional Unquenchable indispensable Come through, I'm dropping these mathematical ratios for the few Whose vision is from the six, the speaking is from the blue I offer spiritual food and wisdom that you can use Prasadam, Aladam, along with music that's been imbued With consciousness as the mood, the goddess can't be subdued Platonic solids and cubes and Tulsi that strongly brewed like tonight's theme, the law of polarity. Now, Merriam's-Webster defines polarity as the quality 
or condition inherent in a body that exhibits opposite properties or powers in opposite parts or directions or that exhibits contrasted properties or powers in contrasted parts or directions. The condition of having poles that's inherent in a body. And two, attraction toward a particular object or in a specific direction. And three, the particular state, either positive or negative, with reference to the two poles or to electrification. And four, a diametrical opposition, an instance of such opposition. The law of polarity, the fourth of the seven universal laws, tells us that everything is dual. Everything has poles. Everything has its pair of opposites. Opposites are identical in nature, but different in degree. It is also the first of the mutable or the transcendable universal laws. And being able to transcend, meaning to be able to rise above and break through, overstand. It means that there are two sides to everything. Things that appear as opposites are in fact only two extremes of the same thing. For instance, heat and cold may appear to be opposites at first glance, but in truth, they are simply varying degrees of the same thing. The same applies to love and hate, peace and war, positive and negative, good and evil, yes and no, light and darkness, energy and matter. You can transform your thoughts from hate to love, from fear to courage by consciously raising your own vibrations. This is what, in the ancient Hermetic teaching, is called the art of polarization. Rising above the law of polarity, this principle of duality may appear to be very real in your life, but it operates only in the physical and mental realms, not in the spiritual realm, where the all, where the most high, where the all is one. God is above the opposites. The most high is above the opposites. By always placing the all-powerful, all-knowing, most high, of which we are, you are, a part. Behind your every thought, statement, and action. And by always focusing on the good, 
even when things appear to be going bad. Then in time, you will rise above the law of polarity. If we are cold, we use the opposite to warm up. If we are hot, we use the opposite to cool down. Basically, what you do when faced with the need to change your temperature, you apply the opposite as the remedy. Now, can these opposites be used in other areas of your life? Let's say on a mental level. So if I was to ask you what the opposite of anxiety is, well, it's not as clear-cut as hot and cold. Anxiety is a type of fear. So its opposite would be courage. So could your fear be remedied by a certain level of courage? This is the concept of polarity. We are a combination of various energies, each present by degree. Some energies, therefore, may dominate our nature, and others will surface only on special occasions. We are the essence of the concept of polarity. Polarity differs from duality in that each pole has the essence of the other contained within it. There is a range and degree of each aspect housed within the other, inseparable. Hence, a continuum of polarities exists within us. What we manifest is a combination of these polarities in varying degrees. Nothing exists in a pure state. Everything blends to form unique and vibrant combinations. The physical and metaphysical aspects inherent in the energy that surrounds us is where the polarity begins. The power generated by opposites yet has the essence of each opposite held within it. The duality inherent in nature serves to produce energetic interactions. This is seen in the interaction of positrons and electrons within the atomic structure. Other examples include magnetic fields that display positive and negative polarities, the light of day and the dark of night, the sun and the moon, and also in the human forms of male and female. In each case, both aspects are necessary to create balance and promote harmony in the world. Energy continuously seeks balance. Just like a battery has two polar opposite terminals, there are two polarities of intention manifestation. Once you understand how the law of polarity works, you can bring the right kind of energy to your intentions. You can also combine that with their content, the thing you're aiming to achieve, in a way that maximizes chances of success. Now, how can you use the law of polarity to your advantage when trying to manifest your intentions? Every thought and every intention has two components, content and energy. So, for example, 
When you want to manifest a new love, that raw information is the content of your intention. Meanwhile, the energy is the power that drives the intention. It's the energy component that is intimately bound up with the law of polarity. And this energy component is powerfully influenced by your subconscious. According to the law of polarity, everything is dual. So things that appear to be opposites are actually two inseparable parts of the same thing. Abundance is inseparable from financial lack. Love is inseparable from being alone. And success is inseparable from failure. Each comes with the potential for its opposite. So once you understand this concept, try writing down what you want to manifest and write down its opposite. This is the start of applying the law of polarity effectively. The deep-seated negative beliefs in your subconscious that you're not talented enough to succeed or attractive enough to fall in love shape the energy of your intentions. So even if you're thinking about the content of your intention, such as finding a great partner or earning an amazing job, your emotional energy may not be in tune with its intentional content. Your emotional energy may not be in tune with this intentional content. If you're experiencing strong emotions like excitement and joy in connection with your intentions, you have a strong intentional current that will help you manifest. If those emotions just aren't there or they're wildly inconsistent, you're lacking the right kind of intentional current. Make a note of the emotions you experience in relation to your intentions. Consider whether they're associated with a strong intentional current or not. Essentially, what you need to do to manifest is to pick one polarity and use it constantly. If your intention has a strong polarity, it will be strong in itself and will have an excellent chance of manifesting. In other words, if you're trying to attract financial abundance, you'll benefit from correcting the subconscious emotional vibration that determines the energy of your intentions. And to do this, you'll need to find and conquer your core limiting beliefs. Another technique for using the law of polarity effectively is the principle of non-resistance. This works wonderfully when we don't resist our inner inspired voice, the one that sees through seeming walls and defaults to sharing, communicating, and compassionately removing the blocks to true communion and communication, regardless of whether this seems to be with others or different aspects of ourselves. When we become superconductors, charges and biases cannot persist or accumulate because the whole notion of polarity is done away at the root level. 
we integrate understanding and becoming free from imbalances, we are able to be more objective in our perceptions. With nothing demanding our attention, we are free to see things as they are rather than as biased, polarized perspectives would insist. Like the other hermetic laws, we can use the law of polarity wisely or less skillfully, depending on the thought or belief system we reference. The context of our philosophical foundation determines everything. A kindly loving self sees the drama of life unfolding from a kindly loving perspective and interprets things accordingly with a gentle and compassionate inner smile. An angry, fearful self-concept filters the same unfolding events through a distorted lens of polarization, judgments, attachments, aversions, and veils. The truth and lessons to be gleaned go unnoticed from this latter perspective. From the thought-belief system of duality, the law of polarity dishes up an endless stream of sensory struggles vying for our attention. When we identify with our higher, transpersonal selves by letting go of our attachment to our little special droplet stories, oceanic peace allows us to see the bigger picture. Where conflicts have already been resolved, integrated, neutralized, and transcended, not being tied to the tidal forces of change and impermanence, we are free to experience the eternal calm of essence. Knowing this goes beyond comparison, and this is an excellent criterion for true gratitude. Truly grateful. By developing this understanding and learning to fully accept and surrender to whatever may show up in your life in the way of events, conditions, and circumstances, and learning to understand that all things, regardless of how perceived, work together for good. You will have made incredible progress in your given ability to mold, shape, and achieve a quality of life that you consciously desire to experience. Regardless of where you may currently find yourself within that spectrum of possibility, you possess the potential as well as the ability to experience harmony and fulfillment in each and every area of your life. The law of polarity exists as a means to enable you to learn and discover that within every perceived problem lies its solution Within every perceived failure also lies its success. All things, including the events, conditions, and circumstances experienced in every aspect of your life are the result of consciousness. The quality of consciousness that you hold with regard to any given circumstance will determine, due to the unwavering an immutable law of polarity, which end of the spectrum you will experience. To change an existing circumstance to one that is more in harmony 
with a desired outcome, it's only necessary to change the quality of the consciousness which created the circumstance initially. When you're able to fully grasp the unwavering truth of this reality and learn to accept personal responsibility for whichever end of the spectrum of polarity that you are experiencing, you will have made one major and very crucial step forward in achieving what is known as self-mastery. Everything is on a continuum and has an opposite. We can suppress and transform undesirable thoughts by concentrating on the opposite pole. It is the law of mental vibrations. We can see that you cannot have a left without a right, an up without a down, a failure and success, a good without bad, and so on, in a world of duality. However, these opposites have no absolutes. There is not one point where you can say, One starts and the other begins. It's a scale range. There are two poles or opposites. The difference between the two extremes is one thing called polarity. There are degrees of difference between the extremes or poles. No absolutes. This law states that, in fact, these opposites are simply different manifestations of the same thing. Napoleon Hill, the author of the classic Think and Grow Rich, wrote, Every adversity, every failure, and every heartache carries with it the seed of an equivalent or greater benefit. Everything is dual. Everything has poles. Everything has its pairs of opposites, like and unlike Opposites are identical in nature, and understanding the principle will change one to change his own polarity, as well as that of others. If he will devote the time and study necessary to master the art. Mastery of the law of polarity requires learning how to maintain balance, focus, and detachment from the distractions of the material world. The distraction from action over stand of this material world. We're going to take a music moment and come back with the go and gnosis. Blessings and grace. Feminine libation My 
gosh, we raise him. Please sympathize all the lies we raise him. Please be allies all the time. Family energy, drink a couple quarters on my chorus, then I code up. If I wrote the word, money stacks for all my daughters. Never ask for payment in the womb, times nine. Now we see the blood on the street, times try. Feminine energy, balance up the indestructible in the vaginal heaven in thine. Heaven is mine. Spiritual, lyrical, mother sang sweetest taboo, rickle kind. If I was astonished by the level of shame, feminine energy, energy rain. Intuition and ambition, intuition strain. Intuition and ambition running through my veins. Pour out the love, let the healing begin. The birds and the bees ain't got nothing. I beg you listen me. I beg you open your ears for any waiting that they say. Waiting that they talk. Now serious talk that they talk go. No bit and ears speaking. Listen. In this world we deal, members say ya, yeah, one day go come when we all go go. Before long, we go meet Mama Godo. When we they meet Mama Godo, tell me, waiting, you go see. We the my life jam nation. You realize all the time we wasting. You realize all the pain we facing. Please pour a cup feminine libation. My gosh, we raising. Please sympathize all the lies we raising. Please realize all the time. Female energy, one shot, two shot, three times sorrows. Carry all the weight of the world on your shoulders. Give a couple crowns to the woman who had bore us. Told us, focus, love and support us. Magical, umbilical, my universe is radical. Introduce the nation to embracing what is factual. Feminine energy, almost mathematical. You can't really sum up what is infinite and valuable. Feminine energy, balance up the indestructible in the vaginal heaven in thine. She sing a melody to pass the time Give us her energy so she feel mine If I was astonished by the level of shame Feminine energy never shame again Rain tamed, brain praying Intuition and ambition running through my veins Pour out the love, let the healing begin again. The birds and the
So we are coming in with a force, yeah. Blessings we are reaping, we course in handful. Oh, in a rise and boast. Yeah, we give thanks like we need it the most. We have to give thanks like we really supposed to be thankful. Blessings all for my life and Blessings and grace. And I'm back with the Go and Gnosis, your news infused with consciousness. Starting off with BuzzFeedNews.com, Brittany Noble Jones. Blessings and strength to Brittany Noble Jones. This TV news anchor says her boss called her natural hair too unprofessional for broadcast. A TV news reporter is speaking out after she says her boss told her she couldn't wear her natural hair on air because it was unprofessional, liking it to him going to work with a baseball cap on. A baseball cap. Brittany Noble Jones began working as a morning news anchor for WJTV, again that's WJTV, in Jackson, Mississippi, in 2005, the same year she won the NABJ's Emerging Journalist of the Year Award. She told BuzzFeed News AM2DM 
that she's always straightened her hair before anchoring the show. However, before giving birth to her son, in October 2016, Noble Jones decided to do her hair in a different way, for both practical and personal reasons. For one, it took a lot of time to straighten her hair every day. And she was a new mom, but she also wanted to be an example for her child. While I was pregnant, I kept wondering, how am I going to teach my child to love their own hair if I don't even love my own, she said. She said her boss at the station said it was fine if she wore her natural hair, but about a month later, she said he changed his mind. According to Noble Jones, her boss said it was the equivalent of wearing a baseball hat to the grocery store. Viewers needed to see a beauty queen, she said her boss had said. Noble Jones said she internalized the criticism at first, thinking she didn't look like a beauty queen with my hair. But then she decided to fight back. She recorded some of her interactions with her boss, who eventually left the station. However, Noble Jones said the issue with her hair didn't stop. She filed a complaint with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. Shortly after, Noble Jones said she took some sick leave to care for her dying grandfather. After that, Noble Jones was terminated from the station. In a statement, WJTV and its parent company, Nextar, said the absences were the reason for Noble Jones' termination, not her hair. The absence for caring for her dying grandfather was her reason for termination, not her hair. WJTV and Nextar Broadcasting, Inc. maintain a strict zero-tolerance policy which prohibits harassment, discrimination, or retaliation of any type. Allegations that Ms. Jones' employment was terminated for her hair choice have no basis in fact and are vigorously denied. The company said in a statement, Ms. Jones's employment was in fact terminated for excessive absenteeism and for her failure to return to work and to fulfill her contractual responsibilities after exhausting all available leave time. We stand by our decision to terminate Ms. Jones' employment and vehemently deny her latest publicly stated version for reasons for her dismissal. In January, Noble Jones shared her story on Medium. She said she received a lot of support, both publicly and privately, from others since speaking out. Noble Jones said she also hopes to shed light on the fact that stories about people of color are often overlooked by news stations across the country. I hope that by talking about my hair, it shines a light on some of the problems we as journalists face in sharing stories about people of color, she said. So blessings and strength to Miss Brittany Noble Jones and her crown and glory and blessings to her career endeavor and may she land on her feet standing flat-footed and strong with her hair in place in Yeshua's name. And moving forward on to news.yahoo.com. No word from Haiti's president as fear paralyzes capital. Sporadic gunfire echoed through the streets of Port-au-Prince on Monday as the government remained silent in the face of protests that have paralyzed the Haitian capital and triggered rising violence.
The normally traffic-clogged streets were largely empty as schools, shops, and municipal offices were shuttered for fear of more violence that has already left several people dead in the air of uncertainty hanging over the government of President Jovenel Mose. Police thwarted an attempt to attack banks during the demonstration, dragging away several bloodstained suspects and making arrests. The demonstrators are demanding Mose quit over a scandal centering on the Petro-Carib Fund, under which Venezuela supplied Haiti and other Caribbean and Central American countries with oil at cut-rate prices and on easy credit terms for years. Investigations have shown that nearly $2 billion from the program were misused. A report released in January on the misuse of the money also named a company that was then headed by Mose as a beneficiary of the funds from a road construction project that had never had a signed contract. We call on the police to arrest Jovenel Mose because he represents a danger and a threat to the life of every Haitian, said Andre Mikel, one of the main opposition leaders. He no longer has any legitimacy. The country will remain deadlocked until Jovenel Mose resigns. A mediation group composed of a senior UN official, the ambassadors of Brazil, Canada, France, Germany, and the United States, and representatives of Spain, the EU, and the Organization of American States, has called on Haiti's politicians to enter dialogue over the crisis, lamenting the loss of life and damage caused by the protests. The U.S. State Department expressed concern for its personnel in the country. The safety and security of our personnel and their families is our top priority. We are monitoring the security station in real time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, a spokesperson said, declining to discuss any potential security measures. We are prepared to do the things we need to do to make sure we keep our people safe. The Haitian administration has remained mute in the face of rising unrest over the past five days, with only Eddie Jackson Alexis, the Secretary of State for Communication, issuing a brief statement on Twitter. The government recognizes the right of every person to demonstrate and exercise their rights to the law. But looting shops, blocking streets, burning tires, smashing car windows, and throwing all on the road do not fall into that category, he said. While the government has offered no response to the demands of the demonstrators, opposition groups have also failed to spell out any concrete solution to the crisis beyond calling for the president to step aside. We are facing the biggest crisis since 2008, said Haitian economist Etza Emile, recalling riots that rocked the country a decade ago. After racking up a record budget deficit of $306 million in 2018, the government can no longer fund social welfare programs without slashing spending. There is no magic wand, but if we do not close the valve on the government spending, we won't be going anywhere, said Emil. So blessings and strength and justice to the people of Haiti as they go through this trying time. And on the BBC.com, a statue of Ethiopia's last emperor has been unveiled outside the African Union's headquarters in Addis Ababa. 
Ethiopia. The likeness of Haile Selassie has been given pride of place outside the $200 million building in recognition for his role in establishing its predecessor, the Organization of African Unity, OAU. But that might not be the first thing that springs to mind on hearing the name Haile Selassie. The name is perhaps more easily connected with Jamaican singer Bob Marley and the Rastafarians. The African Union statue to him reminds people he was a great advocate for Pan-African cooperation, leaving a lasting legacy that continues to have an effect on millions of people across the continent and the world today. And moving forward on BusinessInsider.com, a company run by former Israeli spies reportedly tried to influence local United States elections and courted Trump's campaign. A side group, a defunct private intelligence agency staffed with former Israeli spies, attempted to influence at least one local United States election and other domestic affairs, according to a report from The New Yorker. The company even courted President Donald Trump's 2016 campaign and is now under investigation by special counsel Robert Mueller, the report said. The company attempted to pitch to the Trump campaign through advisors Newt Gingrich, Jared Kushner, and Donald Trump Jr., but was eventually rebuffed by the campaign's digital director, Brad Parscale. But according to the report, Group wasn't finished there. The company went on to use fake websites, online avatars, and staged in-person interactions as part of an effort to influence the results of local elections or change the perception of certain events in the United States at the behest of a series of private clients. The revelation shows that the disturbing efforts to influence United States elections weren't limited to the 2016 presidential election and that state actors weren't the only perpetrators. Psy Group was paid by the physician Uray Benzevi, who ran Tulea Hospital to conduct a coordinated intelligent operation and influence campaign that would stop a recall build on the board member Pramod Kumar, according to the New Yorker. Psy Group, owned by the wealthy, well-connected Israeli son of mining magnate, dug up information on the opposition candidate, and smeared her on a series of newly created websites. According to Guterres, in-person operations were conducted as well. According to the report, the campaign prompted Group to pitch more than 50 other political groups and campaigns at similar price points, but nothing stuck. We are looking at the tip of the iceberg in terms of where this can go, a former Israeli private intelligence worker reportedly told the New Yorker. Dan Coates, the United States Director of National Intelligence, seemingly agrees, telling the Senate Intelligence Committee in January that foreign actors will view the 2020 United States elections as an opportunity to advance their interests. We expect them to refine their capabilities and add new tactics as they learn from each other's experience 
and efforts in previous elections. So one has to really pay attention as there are actors and fake websites vying to distract and interact and change your mind. And moving forward on theguardian.com, four and five Vatican priests are gay, a book claims. Some of the most senior clerics in the Roman Catholic Church who have vociferously attacked homosexuality are themselves gay, according to a book to be published next week. 80% of priests working in the Vatican are gay. Although not necessarily sexually active, it is claimed in the book In the Closet of the Vatican. The 570-page book, which the French journalist and author Frédéric Martel spent four years researching, is a startling account of corruption and hypocrisy at the heart of the Vatican, according to its British publisher, Bloomsbury. It is being published in eight languages across 20 countries next Wednesday, coinciding with the opening day of a conference at the Vatican on sexual abuse, to which bishops from all over the world have been summoned. Martel, a former advisor to the French government, conducted 1,500 interviews while researching the book, including 41 cardinals, 52 bishops and monsignors, 45 papal ambassadors or diplomatic officials, 11 Swiss guards, and more than 200 priests and seminarians, according to a report on the Catholic website tablet. Many spoke of unspoken code of the closet, with one rule of thumb being that the more homophobic a cleric was, the more likely he was to be gay. Martel alleges that one Colombian cardinal, the late Alfonso Lopez Trujillo, who also held a senior Vatican position, was an arch-defender of church teaching on homosexuality and contraception while using male prostitutes, the tablet said. The author found that some gay priests accepted their sexuality and a few maintained discreet relationships, but others sought high-risk casual encounters, while some were in denial about their sexuality. Although the book does not conflate homosexuality with the sexual abuse of children, Martel describes a secretive culture among priests that creates conditions in which abuse is not confronted, say people familiar with the book's contents. According to Bloomsbury, promotional material inside the closet reveals secrets about celibacy, misogyny, and plots against Pope Francis. It uncovers a clerical culture of secrecy which starts in junior seminaries and continues right up to the Vatican itself. Francis has riled his conservative critics in the Vatican over his apparently soft tone towards gay people. A few months into his papacy, he told reporters who asked about a gay lobby at the Vatican if a person is gay and seeks God and has goodwill, who am I to judge? The timing of Inside the Closet's publication at the start of a milestone summit on sexual abuse will raise concerns that some people may seek to conflate the two issues, but the book's allegations are likely to be poured over by senior bishops flying into Rome from more than 100 countries for the four-day summit. Blessings and Grace for Revelation
and shining a light and once was darkness. And moving forward on to thescientist.com, the-scientist.com, measles epidemic rock Madagascar. The outbreak has affected 50,000 people and killed 300, most of them children, since cases began to crop up in October of 2018. While the U.S. faces measles outbreaks from New York to Washington State, reigniting discussions about the risk of parents who refuse to vaccinate their children. Madagascar has been fighting the worst eruption of the disease in decades. Since October, the African island nation has seen more than 50,000 cases of highly contagious viral infection, which has so far taken the lives of more than 300 people. The country's Secretary General of the Ministry of Health tells CNN that's more than double the numbers reported by the World Health Organization in mid-January. We heard rumblings of measles outbreak in the capital between December and January, and I just knew we were going to get hit. Lori Nightlinger, a former South Dakota state epidemiologist and regular Peace Corps volunteer in Madagascar, tells CNN, our one doctor here who has been practicing physician for 12 years had never seen a case of measles until a month ago. And then boom, 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 they started walking through the door and it hasn't stopped. Measles cases have been reported in all major Madagascar towns and cities and throughout rural areas as well. Public health officials have attributed the outbreak to vaccine coverage of less than 50% whose population when the outbreak began. The government with support of UNICEF and the WHO, the World Health Organization, has initiated a series of vaccination campaigns Mm-mm-mm. to raise coverage closer to the more than 90% needed to protect the entire population against measles via herd immunity. Herd, H-E-R-D. Herd immunity. Where sufficiently high proportion of individuals limit the virus's spread, it should be a wake-up call, not only for every person and for every health center in Madagascar, but for the whole world. Kite Linger tells CNN, noting that some Americans choose not to vaccinate their kids. While in Madagascar, low vaccine rates are typically due to lack of access. These diseases come back and they clobber us if we're not protected. Interesting note to the Americans, blessings and grace to those that are affected in Madagascar. And moving forward on the coloradosun.com, a Denver-based lobbying firm working for Saudi Arabia met with the White House amid the fallout from a journalist killing. The Kingdom of Saudi Arabia paid Brownstein Hyatt Farber Shrek $1.8 million last year to represent its interests in Washington, D.C. You see, when I hear these kind of things, it really, really makes me wonder 
How are others able to pay for their interests to be mentioned, spoke about, dealt with, negotiated in Washington, D.C.? $1.8 million to make sure that Saudi Arabia's interests are being handled in Washington, D.C. Who's making sure our interest is being handled? A lobbyist from Denver-based Brownstein Hyatt Farber Shrek working on behalf of the government of Saudi Arabia, sought and ultimately obtained a meeting with the White House official last year amid the outcry over journalists killing at the hand of Saudi agents, according to a federal regulatory document. Lobbyist Mark Lampkin, the managing partner of BHFS's Washington, D.C. office, requested the meeting in an email sent December 5th to Amy Schwanger, a Trump administration official who leads the White House Senate's legislative affairs team, according to the document. Two days later, according to the document, Lampkin and Schwanger met for a general discussion of the current situation. According to the document, which was filed by BHFS in compliance with the Foreign Agents Registration Act, The document provides no more precise details about the meeting or about any of the nearly two dozen contacts BHFS lobbyists working for Saudi Arabia had with members of Congress following the October 2nd killing of journalist Jamal Khashoggi, a U.S. resident who wrote for the Washington Post, among other publications. In a statement, BHFS said the meeting had nothing to do with the Khashoggi killing. We were making general inquiry calls about current legislative status. They were making general inquiry calls about current legislative status. BHFS spokeswoman Lara Day wrote in an email, the firm did not make any calls on behalf of the client regarding Khashoggi. The document is blandly titled Supplemental Statement that must be filed twice a year and broadly details work performed on behalf of foreign governments or companies. BHFS is the second largest lobbying firm in Washington and also one of Saudi government's most prominent lobbyists, according to a data compiled by the Center for Responsive Politics. And moving forward, on Newsweek.com, Vladimir Putin's advisor tells Americans, Russia interferes in your brains. We change your conscience. Americans who worry about Russia election interference should stop focusing on such trivialities and instead realize that the idea that they have a choice over how they are governed is a mere illusion. Vladislav Surkov an advisor to the Russian president, Vladimir Putin, wrote in an op-ed published this week, The illusion of choice is the most important illusion, the main trick of Western democracy especially. The rejection of this illusion in favor of the reality that everything is predestined will allow society to reflect first on our vision of democratic development, Surkov wrote. Foreign politicians talk about Russia's interference in elections and referendums around the world. In fact, the matter is even more serious. Russia interferes in your brains. 
We changed your conscience, and there is nothing you could do about it. In his op-ed for the Russian publication, known in English as Independent Newspaper, Surkov also laid out Putin's vision of returning Russia to its rightful role as a global superpower and exporting Putinism as an ideology to be adopted around the world. After having fallen from the USSR to the Russian Federation, Russia stopped collapsing and began to recover and return to its natural and only possible state as a large nation that is on the rise, he wrote. The great role assigned to our country in the history of the world does not allow us to leave the stage or keep silent among the crowd. It does not promise peace. Putin's great political machine is only gaining momentum and gearing up for a long, difficult, interesting job, Surkov continued. He then went on to describe Putin as the founder of modern Russia. Russia has been accused of interfering in the 2016 United States presidential election, as well as meddling in the Brexit referendum in the United Kingdom and the most recent presidential election in France. Researchers have noted that Russia used every social media platform possible, including fairly innocuous ones like Pinterest and Tumblr, to sow social discord in the United States and influence the outcome of elections. It is unclear whether Russia succeeded, however, in changing the way people voted. Putin has bemoaned the fall of the Soviet Union, and many analysts say that Russia's foreign policy, from its interference in its neighboring Ukraine to its involvement in Syria and Venezuela, is based on attempts to restore Russia's role as a great superpower. We're going to take a music moment and come back with technology. Blessings and grace. Only if we try, we can do it, Lord, Lord, yes, yeah. Cease of war, yes, we are calling Caesar warrior, we are begging. Caesar warriors, we are calling. Caesar warriors, we are. Leave us alone and let us be. We're fed up with society. With violence, you rule the world. Killing little boys and girls. But I can tell you there will be a fire. For all the wickedness that you desire Shedding the blood of the innocent World War is every day Why are we fighting and killing each other off all of the time? Wait at the stop sign Before you drop another bomb to stick Of the many lives you're gonna be taking Only child can give justice Do you wanna pay the price of sin? Only one 
pretty Yeah, 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 yeah But if you not get up and fight for it Whoa, whoa, whoa Society I go always, always A weapon with boxes, yeah Make we stand up as a people, you know Thank you. 
APnews.com, bill to create separate Russian internet, gets first approval. The lower house of Russia's parliament has passed the first reading of a bill to create a self-standing Russian segment of the internet. Supporters say the proposal is necessary in case Russia was to be cut off from the global internet. But opponents fear the measure would lead to widespread censorship. The bill proposes that all Internet traffic to users be routed through service in Russia, making VPNs, virtual private networks, ineffective. It also establishes an arm of the state communication watchdog to provide traffic control and routing. Ludmila Bakova, an upper house member who proposed the legislation, on Tuesday cited concerns that Russia could be cut off if the United States uses its new cybersecurity doctrine offensively. Critics say the bill would create an internet firewall similar to China's. And on the telegraph.co.uk, a baby treated inside the womb for pioneering surgery to repair spinal cord. An unborn baby successfully underwent spinal cord surgery from inside the mother's womb in a groundbreaking operation, it was revealed. Surgeons performed the pioneering procedure at 24 weeks gestation after scans revealed the fetus had spina bifida. The condition leaves sufferers with walking difficulties and even paralysis because the spinal cord does not fully develop during pregnancy. Surgeons from the University College London and Great Ormond Street Hospital, along with Belgian colleagues, managed to repair the spinal cord, and is now hoped the baby will be born healthy in April. It is believed to be only the fourth time the operation has been attempted in the United Kingdom. And on mobilehealthnews.com, Ping An, Good Doctor, launches commercial operation of one-minute clinics in China. The company announced last week then it had placed its one-minute clinics across eight provinces and cities in China, and signed service contracts for nearly 1,000 units. 
these unstaffed clinics that employ artificial intelligence called one-minute clinics currently provide online consultations for more than 2,000 common diseases and can immediately answer tens of thousands of medical and health queries for users with an international standard accuracy level. Every one-minute clinic has more than 100 categories of common drugs, all of which are cryogenically refrigerated to ensure their quality. If a user needs a drug that is not stored in the booth, they can purchase it online through a Ping and Good Doctor app and enjoy the one-hour drug delivery service provided by nearby cooperative pharmacies. Now, this really caught my attention because I can see this kind of thing going worldwide. A Ping and Good Doctor spokesperson said the company's one-minute clinic features accurate and efficient online consultation services. Not that I agree with this product, but I can see how the idea can spread. Our AI doctor, Ping and Good Doctor's world-leaning technology plays a key role. AI doctor was developed by the R&D team with over 200 world-class AI experts and has accumulated more than 300 million pieces of consultation data. When patients use the consultation service in one-minute clinics, AI doctor acts like a real doctor and collects the user's symptoms and illness history before providing a preliminary diagnostic suggestion. The experienced real doctor then joins the consultation with supplementary recommendations. So the doctor supplements the artificial intelligence doctor to ensure the accuracy of the whole consultation process. In addition to being placed in communities and pharmacies, a one-minute clinic's booth was also placed in the Volkswagen factory at Jiading District of Shanghai to provide services to tens of thousands of employees. This clinic offered common drugs for injuries and bruises after learning the nature of work of the Volkswagen employees. On ACSH.org, American Council on Science and Health, GMO cassava can provide iron, zinc to malnourished African children. Mm-mm-mm. In poor parts of the world, people may rely on single staple crop to meet a substantial portion of their energy requirements. For example, those who live in Southeast Asia rely heavily on rice. Many denizens of Africa rely on cassava or a tuba somewhat reminiscent of a, of a potato. In the United States, cassava is mainly associated with tapioca, which is used in pudding or bubble tea. However, in Africa, cassava is essential for survival. In Africa, cassava is essential for survival. About one-third of sub-Saharan Africans rely on it for more than half of their caloric intake. The trouble with cassava, however, is that it's nutrient-poor, according to these people. Partially as a result, 
Iron and zinc deficiencies are common in Africa. Iron deficiency results in anemia, zinc deficiency in susceptibility to death by diarrhea, and each is also associated with impaired cognitive development. Breeding better varieties of cassava that absorb and store more of these nutrients is made difficult by lack of genetic diversity. Wow. (laughs) So scientists have turned to biotechnology. GMO cassava can help treat iron and zinc deficiency. An international team of researchers, including scientists affiliated with the USDA, have genetically modified cassava can contain much higher levels of iron and zinc than the non-transgenic variety. The non-transgenic variety. The natural variety. They use two genes from the Thale Crest, a pathetic-looking plant that happens to be one of the most studied organisms in all of biology. Modifying the plant with these two genes, increase not only the iron levels, but zinc levels as well. One wonders how the anti-GMO movement could oppose something like this. But given the hostility to the golden rice, the golden rice, which has been genetically modified to contain a vitamin A precursor to prevent blindness, they usually find a way. For the sake of African children, let's hope they aren't successful. This is what the article says, for the sake of African children. So they are making genetically modified cassava to give to the people of Africa. Burn fire on all their attempts. Let it be concluded and refuted in Yeshua's name. On Reuters.com, Trump administration unveils order to prioritize and promote artificial intelligence. The United States President Donald Trump on Monday signed executive order asking federal government agencies to dedicate more resources and investments into research, promotion, and training on artificial intelligence, known as AI. Under the American AI Initiative, the administration is directing agencies to prioritize AI investments and research and development, increase access to federal data and models for research, and prepare workers to adapt to the era of AI. There was no specific funding announced for the initiative, but the White House wants better reporting and tracking of spending on AI-related research and development. The White House said investment in AI is critical to creating the industries of the future, like autonomous cars, industrial robots, algorithms for for disease diagnosis, and more. The initiative aims to make sure the United States maintains its advantage in AI development and related areas, such as advanced manufacturing and quantum computing. Trump said in his State of the Union speech last week that he was willing to work with lawmakers to deliver new and important infrastructure investment, including investments in the cutting-edge industries of the future, calling it a necessity. 
AI is something that touches every aspect of people's lives. A senior administration official told reporters on Sunday, what this initiative attempts to do is to bring all those together under one umbrella and show the promise of this technology for the American people, the official said. And moving forward onto futurism.com, a new fabric automatically cools or insulates depending on environment. If you're cold, put on a sweater. If you're warm, take the sweater off. Isn't it about time the sweater does some of the work for you? Lots of gloves and hats promise high-tech thermal regulation, but never until now. Here, there is a fabric that changes its insulating properties based on its environment. Now, University of Maryland researchers have created a new kind of fabric which does exactly that. Their research published in the journal Science describes their fabric which allows more heat to pass through it in warm, moist conditions, like those of a sweaty body, and which reduces heat escape in cooler, drier conditions. The secret to the fabric behavior is in its string. The yarn is made from two different synthetic materials coated with carbon nanotubes. Because one of the materials absorbs water, the other repels it, the fabric warps when it comes in contact with water like sweat. This helps open the fabric's pores while also bringing the carbon nanotube coating closer together. The distance between nanotube strands acts sort of like an old television antenna, changing the way the fabric interacts with radiation in this case, the heat radiating from a human body. The human body is a perfect radiator. It gives off heat quickly, says Men Uyang, a professor of physics at UMD. For all of history, the only way to regulate the radiator has been to take clothes off or put clothes on. But this fabric is a true biodirectional regulator. There is still more work to be done before the fabric can be commercialized, but according to researchers, the process wouldn't be difficult. The materials involved in making the base fibers are already readily available, and the carbon nanotube coating can be applied during any standard dyeing process. So they have a new material, a new fabric, that automatically cools or insulates depending on the environment. And on Seeking Alpha, Dot com, Robotics, Unmanned Traffic Management Systems Outlook. Unmanned Traffic Management Systems Outlook, also known as UTM. UTM is Traffic Management Ecosystem being jointly developed by the Federal Aviation Administration, the FAA, NASA, industry players, and other agencies around the world. Again, UTM is the Unmanned Traffic Management System. It's an ecosystem being jointly developed by the Federal Aviation Administration, the FAA, NASA, industry players, and other agencies around the world. A collective effect. The objective of the collaboration is to develop a framework 
which will enable multiple BVLOS UAS operations at low altitudes under 400 feet above ground level. The UTM, the Unmanned Traffic Management, development will ultimately identify services, roles, responsibilities, information architecture, data exchange protocols, software functions, infrastructure, and performance requirements for enabling the management of low-altitude, uncontrolled UAS operations. So the UAS is unmanned aviation systems, better known as drones. So this report explores the development of the unmanned traffic management system and the various stakeholders and its development and the expected market growth. The surge in the number of UASs in recent years, the development of flying cars, the proliferation of other autonomous systems has necessitated the development of regulatory framework. The growing number of drones in airspace initially used exclusively for military programs. UAVs now have numerous capabilities. They are now used for a rapidly expanding list of tasks, including photography, infrastructure monitoring, package delivery services, precision agriculture, search and rescue operations, and much more. This has myriad challenges for lawmakers and regulatory agencies. The FAA's drone registration program requires hobby drone owners to register through a FAA website for a $5 fee. According to the FAA, drone sales reached 2.5 million units as of December of 2016 and will grow to 7 million units by 2020 in the United States of loan. So in response to this, they are making an unmanned traffic management system, an ecosystem, and NASA, the FAA, and the industry and private agencies around the world are collaborating as we speak to put together the framework. And on the NewYorkTimes.com, a high-tech pill to end drug injections. A high-tech pill to end drug injections. Engineers have developed a tiny robotic capsule that injects insulin once it lands in the stomach. Once ingested, a tiny device called Soma positions itself against the stomach wall and injects insulin into the bloodstream. The test device called Soma is shaped like a tortoise shell. Inside is a miniature post made of insulin. After the tiny device positions itself against the wall of the stomach, the post pops out and injects insulin. The device then travels through the colon and is eventually eliminated by the patient. The device works in rats and pigs, and the investigators reported on Thursday in the journal Science. Researchers at MIT, Harvard, and Novo Nordic, the pharmaceutical company, hope to start testing Soma in humans in three years. So they have developed a pill that one, a robotic pill that injects the medicine for you. And on Motherboard, 
www.vice.com, dozens of cities have secretly experimented with predictive policing software. Dozens of cities have secretly experimented with predictive policing software. Documents obtained by Motherboard using public information requests verify previously unconfirmed police department contracts with predictive policing company Predpol. The use of Predpol, a predictive policing software that once advocated for controversial, unproven broken windows approach to law enforcement, is far more widespread than previously reported, according to documents obtained by Motherboard using public records requests. Predpol claims to use an algorithm to predict crime in specific 500-foot by 500-foot sections of a city so that police can patrol or surveil specific areas more heavily. The documents obtained by Motherboard, which include Predpol, that's spelled P-R-E-D-P-O-L, Predpol, contract documents, instruction manuals, and slide presentations for using the software, and Predpol contract negotiation emails with government officials were obtained from police departments of South Jordan, Utah, Mountain View, California, Atlanta, Georgia, Haverhill, Georgia, Palo Alto, California, Modesta, California, Merced, California, Livermore, California, Tacoma, Washington, and the University of California, Berkeley, using public record requests. These cities and municipalities are home to over 1 million people, According to the most recent CISIS data available, one of the documents that the company gave to police that was obtained by Motherboard notes that predictive policing benefits potential offenders. It benefits the, the um, potential offender by preventing them from committing crimes. That's one less chance for them to run afoul of the legal system, and that does benefit them, it says. Other documents shared with law enforcement lists some of Pridpol's former customers, including an additional 15 American cities and British cities. One of the documents note that the company has many more customers that have not been listed. Previous reports state that California cities Los Angeles, Eglin, Oakland, Richmond, Milpitas, which collectively have a population of more than 4.72 million, all used Predpol software at one point. The most recent available documents obtained by Motherboard show that Modesto, Merced, and the University of California, Berkeley, still have contracts with the company. Livermore does not plan to renew its contract with Predpol, which ends this month according to these documents. So how predictable is crime? Predpol explicitly encouraged police departments to dedicate their resources toward petty crime. It explicitly encouraged police departments to dedicate their resources 
toward petty crime. According to documents acquired using public record documents last year, problem-solving that is oriented toward reducing misdemeanor crime may also reduce felony crime. One document reads, PredPol generates place-specific crime forecasts. It generates place-specific crime forecasts police offices on a scale as small as 500 by 500 feet, which can pinpoint in some cases individual houses or groups of houses. This software is pinpointing individual houses or groups of houses, and these forecasts are generated assuming that certain crimes committed at a particular time are more likely to occur in the same place in the future. The history of crime in particular area can be visualized on a 3, 7, 14, or 28-day scale. So the computer is visualizing and predicting crime on a 3, 7, 14, or 28-day scale. Predpol's boxes are chosen using only the what when and where of incidents that have already occurred in your city. The PredPol document titled, How Predictable is Crime? And shared with the city of Tacoma reads, we take anywhere from three to 10 years of crime data and run the relevant points of information through our algorithm. Long and short-term trends, reoccurring events, and environmental factors are all taken into account. PredPol recommends policing areas where crimes have already been reported. Criminology experts have pointed out that while this approach helps direct and organize policing, it does not ensure the better or improved policing will occur. Shahid Buttar, the director of grassroots advocacy for the Electronic Frontier Foundation, EFF, told Motherboard that it's impossible to expect unbiased results from predictive policing technology because the data it analyzes is structurally biased. Predictive policing is driven by what seems to be objective historical data that itself reflects long-standing and pervasive bias, Batar said. If you over-police certain communities and only detect crime within those communities, and then try to provide a heat map of predictions, any AI will predict that crime will occur in the places they've happened before. Andrew Ferguson, a professor of law at the University of the District of Columbia School of Law, told Motherboard that even though it's being implemented in police departments around the country, we don't know whether predictive policing is effective at reducing crime. There's been a lack of objective science about efficiency and effectiveness of predictive policing, Ferguson said. There really hasn't been much external validation of whether the technology works, what even means, and whether you, and what you are comparing it to. And there's been a lack of research and science on that. So what they've been showing in the movies are real. They have predictive policing programs in effect across America and the UK. Be aware, awake and aware. We're going to take a music moment and come back with Herbnology. Blessings and grace. Mm-hmm. 
one thing that's constant Gotta keep on moving While maintaining balance Keeping grounded Don't make them change you Into their little fool Round and round They twist in their words Keep changing They can't keep up with their lies Now that we know this We can't get stuck here Remember keep on moving While maintaining the lines Examine ourselves In our daily living
better eat your greens before the green consumes you. Focused on the dollar and the dream until the body lets down on you. You say the kale is hard to chew, so you'd rather eat your junk food. Stagnant frequency inside the temple. Now it's affecting your mental state of mind. It happens all the time. You better eat your greens, greens, greens. Asparagus, parsley. Cucumber, carrot, and don't forget the collard greens, basil, oregano. You know I love my avocado. I'm in love with the cocoa, coconut. Daylight come, told me I go pick a bunch of green banana, boil it in a stew. So you know I gotta add some callaloo. Eat your greens. Blessings and grace, and I'm back with herbnology. I'm going to be talking about essential oils for reducing fatigue. Many people use essential oils for reducing fatigue as they can work quickly and effectively without causing many unwanted side effects. Fatigue can come in many forms, from slight tiredness in the afternoon following a meal, to chronic exhaustion from a lack of sleep, illness, or injury. Temporary fatigue has a number of logical explanations and can be remedied by improved diet, better sleep patterns, reduction in alcohol or substance use, and a general awareness of your body signals. Chronic fatigue and exhaustion, however, may indicate a more serious underlying condition such as kidney disease, diabetes, heart disease, stress, obesity, depression, emphysema, or sleep apnea. When you're feeling fatigued, it doesn't only restrict your physical capacity, but also the energy that is available to your brain. In other words, the symptoms of fatigue are both physical and psychological, so this condition can affect your professional, emotional, personal, and social experiences. Over time, you may experience additional muscle pain, poor sleeping habits, insomnia, cognitive malfunction, confusion, shortness of breath, heart problems, and generally reduced quality of life. While there are many pharmaceutical approaches to treat fatigue and chronic exhaustion, many people turn to the nature of the Most High. So some of these oils are um, bergamot oil. One of the most stimulating oils available on the market, bergamot is commonly turned to by people suffering from fatigue and exhaustion, as well as anxiety, depression, and sleep disorders. It can not only rebalance your circadian rhythm and boost your energy, but also uplift mood and stimulate the production of key neurotransmitters. The oil can be diffused throughout the night to ensure a restful sleep 
and it can also be inhaled directly for a rapid energetic burst when you start to feel drowsy during the day. Geranium oil is famed for its ability to balance hormone levels and stimulate mood. This essential oil can aid symptoms of depression and anxiety while also reducing stress hormone levels in the blood, which can reduce oxidative stress and promote more natural sleep patterns. You can add a few drops of geranium to a pot of steaming water and then inhale deeply a few times. This aromatic compound can be very effective. However, this is an energizing oil, so it's best not to use it in the evening as it can disrupt your sleep schedule. Black spruce oil. If you want to recover from a period of chronic fatigue, the use of black spruce oil can calm the nerves and promote a restful and re-energizing sleep. This oil can also lower inflammation and chronic pain, which can lead to poor sleep and restless fatigue. So you mix five to six drops of black spruce oil in warm water and simply soak in the tub for 20 to 30 minutes and let the active ingredients work their magic, along with the powerful aroma, which can relax the mind. Rosemary oil. The direct impact of rosemary oil on the central nervous system is why it's one of the best essential oils for reducing fatigue. It can stimulate energy production and invigorate cognitive function, improving concentration, memory, and focus, which often suffer when you're feeling tired. So never use this oil in the evening. Its effects can last for four to five hours. Steam inhalation is a popular form of using this oil, or you can diffuse it throughout the room for an energy boost that lasts all day. Eucalyptus oil, increasing vitality and boosting mood is essential if you want to overcome fatigue, and eucalyptus oil can do just that. By promoting a healthy body through anti-inflammatory and antioxidant compounds, this oil is able to counter negative feelings and improve blood flow, which will provide more energy to the organ system and muscles. This oil can be diffused throughout your entire home or can be added to a warm bath. The aromatic compounds are almost as effective as the topical application, leaving you feeling energized and alert. So again, some of those oils are eucalyptus oil, rosemary oil, black spruce oil, geranium oil, and bergamot oil. Check out the nature of the Most High to uplift yourself and reduce fatigue. We're going to take a music moment and come back with the metaphysics of the moment. Blessings and grace. You know they just jacked us. It's a lot of that going around, but we try to like... We, we try to like...
It is time you open up that metaphysical grave that had been dug for you, the part of you, the spark that lays buried. That is what's going to open you up. That's what's going to give you the ability to escape. Escape your metaphysical mind. Blessings and grace. And welcome to the metaphysics of the moment. I'll be reading excerpts that I think are applicable to tonight's theme, The Law of Polarity, from the Gospel of Philip, located in the Nag Hammadi Library. Light and darkness, life and death, right and left, are brothers of one another. They are inseparable. Because of this, neither are the good good, nor the evil evil, nor is life life, nor death death. For this reason, each one will dissolve into its earliest origin, because those who are exalted above the world are indissoluble, eternal. Names given to the worldly are very deceptive, for they divert our thoughts from what is correct to what is incorrect. Thus one who hears the word God does not perceive what is correct, but perceives what is incorrect. So also with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and life, and light, and resurrection, and the church, and all the rest. People do not perceive what is correct, but they perceive what is incorrect, unless they have come to know what is correct. The names which are heard in the world deceive If they were in the aeon, the eternal realm, they would at no time be used as the names in the world, nor would they set among worldly things. They have an end in the aeon. One single name is not uttered in the world. The name which the Father gave to the Son. It is the name above all things the name of the Father. For the Son would not become Father unless he wore the name of the Father. Those who have this name know it, but they do not speak it. But those who do not have it do not know it. But truth brought names into existence in the world for our sakes because it is not possible to learn it, the truth, without these names. Truth is one single thing. It is many things. And for our sakes, to teach us about this one thing in love through many things. The rulers, the archons, wanted to deceive man since they saw that he had a kinship with those that are truly good. They took the name of those that are good and gave it to those that are not good, so that through the names they might deceive him and bind them to those that are not good. And afterwards, what a favor they do for them. They make them to be removed 
from those that are not good and place them among those that are good. These things they knew, for they wanted to take the free man and make him a slave to them forever. Whereas in this world, the union is one of husband with wife. A case of strength complemented by weakness. In the aeon, the internal realm, the form of union is different, although we refer to them by the same names. There are other names, however, that are superior to every other name that is named and are stronger than the strong. For where there is a show of strength, there those who excel in strength appear. These are not separate things, but both of them are this one single thing. This is the one which will not be able to rise above the heart of flesh. Is it not necessary for all those who possess everything to know themselves? Some indeed, if they do not know themselves, will not enjoy what they possess. But those who have come to know themselves will enjoy their possessions. Not only will they be unable to detain the perfect man, but they will not be able to see him. For if they see him, they will detain him. There is no other way for a person to acquire this quality except by putting on the perfect light and he to becoming perfect light. He who has put it on will enter. This is the perfect that we become before we leave. Whoever receives everything, hither be able, that place, but will the middle as imperfect. Only Yeshua knows the end of this person. Most things in the world, as long as their inner parts are hidden, stand upright and live. If they are revealed, they die, as is illustrated by the visible man. As long as the intestines of the man are hidden, the man is alive. When his intestines are exposed and come out of him, the man will die. So also with the tree. While its root is hidden, it sprouts and grows. If its root is exposed, the tree dries up. So it is with every birth that is in the world. Not only with the revealed, but with the hidden. For so long as the root of wickedness is hidden... It is strong, but when it is recognized, it is dissolved. When it is revealed, it perishes. That is why the word says, Already the axe is laid at the root of the trees. Matthew 3.10 It will not merely cut what is cut sprouts again, but the axe penetrates deeply until it brings up the root. Yeshua pulled out the root of the whole place, while others did only partially. 
As for ourselves, let each one of us dig down after the root of evil which is within one and let one pluck it out of one's heart from the root. It will be plucked out if we recognize it. But if we are ignorant of it, it takes root in us and produces its fruit in our heart. It masters us. We are its slaves. It takes us captive to make us do what we do not want. And what we do not want, we do not do. It is powerful because we have not recognized it. While it exists, it is active. Ignorance is the mother of all evil. Ignorance will result in death because those who come from ignorance neither were, nor are, nor shall be, will be perfect when all the truth is revealed. For truth is like ignorance, while it is hidden. It rests in itself, but when it is revealed and recognized, it is praised, inasmuch as it is stronger than ignorance and error. It gives freedom. The word said, if you know the truth, the truth will make you free. John 8.32 Ignorance is a slave. Knowledge is freedom. If we know the truth, we shall find the fruits of the truth within us. If we are joined to it, it will bring our fulfillment. At the present time, we have the manifest things of creation. At the present time, we have the manifest things of creation. We say, the strong who are held in high regard are great people, and the weak who are despised are the obscure. Contrast the manifest things of truth. They are weak and despised, while the hidden things are strong and held in high regard. The Gospel of Philip, located in the Nag Hammadi. Ancient wisdom, lending credence to the universal laws, in particular the law of polarity. We're going to take a music moment. Blessings and grace.
blessings and grace. I'd like to thank you for joining me for another offering of Women's Wednesday. I'd like to show love to the frequency that accompanies me, the music, Black Einstein, Osiris, Glenn Underground, Stargate, Mystic Herd Piano Mix, Igbo, Entrance Theme, Sun Ra, Godspell, Glenn Underground, Mental Black Resurrection, Princess Kazaya, Rise and Shine, Sway Jury Music, Be More Creative, F Soul, Greens, Jamero, Work in Progress, Princess Kazaya, Maintaining Balance, Kings, Moringa Powder, Le Maestro K, Life, Queen Africa, Cease All War, Coffee, Toast, Tekloon, Get Me, Sampa the Great, featuring Nadim Den Gabisi, Energy, Soleil, Pranayama, Robert Glasper, featuring Paul and Noah's Rare Edit, Move Love, Sister Awa, featuring Kamar, Believe, The Whitefield Brothers, featuring Bachka, Earthology, Sirach, 13th Planet, Remix, John 9, Legitimate. Remember that you are water. Cry, cleanse, flow. Remember that you are fire. Burn, tame, ignite. Remember that you are air. Be still, focus, decide. Remember that you are earth. Ground, build, give. Peace, blessings, grace, and strength. Love to all.
As we journeyed on our mystic voyage, we, we danced. We fell into a place. A place years from here. Higher, 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 so that I can pull you higher. 